0: This is Photo BizX, episode number 522. And today, I am super excited to bring this interview to you because I feel like this is a photographer that is joining all the dots, doing everything beautifully in their business, and they're reaping the rewards as a result. I'm talking about Paige McLeod. She is a newborn and family photographer based in Boise, Idaho. And if you just take one look at her website, you'll get to know her, how she works and I'm sure you'll fall in love with her the way I did. What a fantastic business. You're going to love this interview. It's coming up in just a minute.
1: Are you planning to have a successful wedding and
0: portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts
1: to fast-track your success.
0: Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here, host of the Photo Biz X podcast, where I interview guests from around the world to help you build a better photography business even faster than going it alone. And that's exactly what I'm going to be helping you do today with the help of Paige McLeod, of course, who I know you're going to love. She shares so much in this interview and you're going to hear how she's combined so many things that she's learned on the Photo X podcast or from the different courses and guests on the show, and the way she's weaving those together to create an an incredible business. It really is. Uh, you'll be blown away by what she shares and what she's built. So stick around for that. It's coming up in just a minute. Before that, if you didn't catch last week's episode, it was a collaboration of tips and ideas from some of the best photography business podcast hosts from around the world. It was a fun episode. There were some great reviews and comments following that one. So please go and check that one out and go and check out the podcast episodes from the guests that you enjoy hearing from in that episode as well. I've linked to those in the show notes last week and this week. And I've got to say, I had a lot of comments from the tips that I shared on utilizing video in your business. Please be aware that wasn't my initial idea. I picked that up from Gabriel Morture, who I interviewed something like eight years ago, and the tactics still work extremely well today. So again, if you haven't heard that interview with Gabrielle, he has an interview in the archive along with so many others that is 100% worth exploring. You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. Okay, we are going to jump into this interview with Paige. If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. Now, what that means is you won't hear the full interview today with Paige. I am saving a large portion of the second half for premium members only. The good news is you can access that for as little as $1 with a 30-day trial membership, where you can hear the full interview with Paige, get access to the full back catalogue, where you can hear interviews from guests like Gabriel Morturet, who I referenced earlier. Plus, I'll invite you to the members' Facebook group so you can check what that's all about and see exactly what you're missing out on every single week. So there are more details about that $1 trial over at photobizx.com forward slash try. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. I can honestly say I am super excited to record this interview today, even more so after seeing today's guest website, her fantastic welcome and explainer videos, her beautiful photography, and what looks like an incredible ability to connect with potential clients. Now, the idea for this interview followed this email that I received from Paige earlier. She said, Early last year, I implemented a base package system that has helped so much in explaining what clients get and what they don't get in that initial session fee. I could usually get them to book if I could get them to inquire, but lead generation was and still is by far the hardest thing. So I took your book projects course with Katie Kay, then took her mastermind. I took your Facebook competitions class with Ali from Mabel and Moose. And I also took the Facebook lead ads course with John Glazer. The combination of these tactics have worked better than anything I could have imagined. And I'm thrilled to say that the January to March, AKA the dreadful slow season, brought in almost $80,000 in revenue for me this year. Almost half of what we did for the entire year of 2022. So my reply to that message from Paige was, what's 80K already? That is so good. How about we record something to share with other photographers? I'd love to hear the details of what you've implemented, what worked, what didn't. And I know other photographers would love this too. What do you say you're up for an interview? She said yes, and she's here with us now. I'm talking about Boise, Idaho photographer, Paige McLeod, who specializes in maternity, newborn and family photography. Paige, welcome.
1: Thank you. It's fun to be here. I feel like a little bit of a celebrity.
0: Well, you absolutely are now. (laughs) Tell me, are things still going as well as when you emailed me earlier?
1: Uh, Yes and no. I will say that April was a very weird, slow month. It's still good. Like we've still did well. I was, I was moaning about it to my husband, and he said, "Well, how much did you guys actually do this month? I only did five sessions." And my total revenue was 11720 for those five sessions. So it felt awful because I was like, where is everyone? What's going on? But I think that attributed to a couple of different things. And one of them was that we took a trip to Costa Rica in March. And so I was gone for almost 10 full days of, you know, and I just, I wasn't on top of all that lead stuff. And I have a studio manager who's, great she's actually leaving me in june which is going to be heartbreaking and i'm starting out all of that but with me being gone it was a little more more difficult for her to figure out when to book everybody and i think that was one of my things that whoever comes in and takes over her place i'm going to be working with them to try and really solidify that lead process when i'm not here cuz I like to travel. I want to be away from the studio. And when I get back, I want to have this full lovely calendar and not have these months where shoot, I took time off and now I'm paying for it because nobody got booked while I was gone.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. But I mean still an impressive month nonetheless.
1: Yeah. I mean, we just broke a hundred thousand today. So that's pretty exciting, especially because like last year we did 169,61872 was our like total for the year.
0: Unreal! So
1: it's pretty exciting to be sitting here on May 1st and be at 100,000 already. I didn't even think that was like a possibility a couple of years ago. So yeah, it feels good.
0: So good. So you said we, and you said your husband said, so you know what did you guys do this month? So who's the we? I know it's the studio manager. That's Jackie, isn't it?
1: Yep. Yeah, Jackie's my studio manager as of right now until June. And then my husband, Ian. And we have three kids, so they're actually involved.
0: (laughs) So it's just you and Jackie working in the business?
1: Just me and Jackie, yeah. Yeah, for business guys, yeah, it's just me and Jackie.
0: Right, so because I saw, I mean, I was watching your videos, your explainer videos, which are amazing. I want to ask you more about those. But you talked about having a studio assistant or an assistant while you're shooting. Is that Jackie as well, is it?
1: That's Jackie. Yeah, okay. that's what's going to be so hard about losing her because she does everything for me and she knows me super well and she'll get stuff without me asking and hand it to me before I know I need it and all that good stuff. I always joke that she's like multiple roles in one because she's a studio manager in the sense that she takes all my phone calls and books everybody and gets all that email stuff sorted but she also is like a client concierge, if you will. So like when people get here, she's like, oh, would you like a glass of champagne? Here's a sparkling water. You know, what would you like to eat? We do a catered lunch on our newborn days. So she takes everybody's orders and she holds the babies while they're changing and all that good stuff. So she's she's gonna be really hard to replace.
0: And what you've done with your videos is amazing. Cause I, I mean, I feel like I know Jackie, even before we started recording, because you say, you know, when you, if you're interested in booking, you'll have a phone call with Jackie. She'll introduce you to to what, how everything works, and then you talk about you know Jackie here, Jackie there. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, you're going to have to re-record some of those.
1: I know that's going to be a bummer. I just need to find somebody else named Jackie to work for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I love that. So, but before we get more into the business, tell me about where you're based. So, I mean, I, I said Boise, Idaho. Yeah. For photographers or listeners that aren't aware. I believe Idaho, is it known for potatoes?
1: It is, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's all I know. That's all I know. So tell me, who were your clients Do you draw in a big area? Is Boise a big city?
1: Not particularly. I mean, Boise is about 600,000 people. It's not, well, I guess maybe if you include all the outer areas, it's a little bit bigger than that. And now people are going to complain because they're going to say, well, Boise is 200,000, but like you know? So I guess it depends on like where you consider the outskirts of Boise, but I would say that my pool is about 600,000 people or so that would be willing to drive in. Everything around us is pretty remote. We don't have, Boise's kind of down here by ourselves. And Idaho is this very long state that kind of looks like a big L and we're at the bottom of the, like the corner of the L, if you will. So we're like directly across from Oregon, like Eugene, Oregon is kind of on the other side of us. So.
0: Okay. So you get some pretty cold weather, but everything that you do is studio based. Am I correct?
1: Uh, No, I do outdoor too. I do both. Boise's a very four season town. So we get like real hot summers. We get real cold winters and we get everything in between. So we get our full four seasons here.
0: Okay. So wintertime or when it is cold or wet, that's when you only use the studio or are you rescheduling outdoor sessions?
1: Yeah. I mean, for the most part, people book in the like fall is huge here. Everyone wants their fall family photos. I think that's kind of classic, especially for Americans. But we, I do a lot of stuff in the fall for families. And then I go back to the studio in the winter, like January, February, March is almost exclusively studio. And then right about this time of year, like mid April to May, we start to get the like wildflowers in our foothills. So people all want those spring flowers and there's cherry blossoms and that sort of stuff. And so we'll do a lot of outdoor sessions in the spring. The summer gets quiet again because it's so hot here. And then we get a lot of wildfires too. So it can be really smoky. And a lot of times we'll have to reschedule sessions like at the end of August because it's so smoky, you can't have the kids outside. But so we'll move to the studio that way.
0: Got it. So are you offering people studio sessions, you know, instead of rescheduling or if it's an outdoor portrait, they want an outdoor portrait?
1: I mean, if I can get away with it and do it in the studio, I would prefer it. If I think about my future of, you know, what I want to do, I would love to get rid of outdoor sessions. Not because I don't love them. I love the way they look. But like having three kids of my own, and they're all in sports and activities, and we're the crazy people that drop off one kid at gymnastics, pick up the other at soccer, and head to the baseball game. So to do an evening sunset photo shoot right then is very disruptive to my family. And in my ideal world, I'm working during school hours, only working with newborns, and only in the studio where I have complete control over everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. And your studio is actually on your, is it a farm property or?
1: It's not a farm. We actually live like almost in the middle of town. So we have 1.2 acres and just kind of got lucky. We moved here 12 years ago from Seattle and bought this big piece of property thinking this is where we want to raise our kids. And my husband has always wanted a detached garage. He's, you know, wanted a spot for his lawnmower basically. (laughs) And he wanted to put in a home gym. And I was doing newborn sessions out of what should be our dining room. And it got very old, really quick. And I was like, it's very disruptive to the family again, to like be uh, our house is very open concept. So like people would walk in and like see any dirty dish that you left on the counter. And it just never felt... I know some people are so successful doing those at-home studios, but it always felt like I didn't have that professionalism that I wanted. I wanted to be able to do a lot of stuff that I just knew I couldn't do in our home. But I also didn't want to pay rent to somebody else when I had this big property. So... A couple of years ago, we decided to gift each other what we really wanted. I really wanted the studio. He really wanted that at-home garage, Jim. So we built its a two-car garage downstairs, and then it's 700 square feet up here. Of uh, That was as big as we could possibly make it without having to split our lot lines, which is all that silly tax stuff that ends up costing you thousands of dollars more than it really should.
0: <laughs> right. So you have a two-story structure at the back of the house or on the property. So one's the garage and then upstairs is all studio.
1: Yeah. So there's a little entryway downstairs where they come in. My desk is down there. So I have like a wall of client closet. That's like one of those big wardrobe systems. It's got all my dresses and everything on it. So they walk in and feel like they're walking into a studio, not feel like they're walking into my husband's garage gym. (laughs) The only downside is that they do have to walk upstairs. So that would be my only Sometimes I'll have grandparents or something that it can be tricky with. But otherwise, and we get really beautiful light up here because we have big, huge windows that we have all covered and we just get that nice, pretty light all day long.
0: So good. Yeah. Now, tell me about your videos because, I mean, I watched those before we recorded and I mean, it shows so much. I can imagine that your clients, I mean, i got to say, first of all, they must feel like they know you. And I got a shock today because we have the video on, obviously the listeners can't see you, but you look um, again, I don't want to say this the wrong way. You look way more professional now on this call than what I was expecting after watching your Like your videos look very carefree, your hair's out, it wasn't a lot of makeup, you didn't have your glasses on. It was like this country girl who's an incredible photographer <laughs> and today you look like the businesswoman. So, like, do you dress differently for the shoot and the sales session?
1: Um. Yeah, sometimes. I feel like I'm pretty casual. I'm a t-shirt and jeans kind of girl. And that's what I wear for my photo shoots and what I wear for my videos. And like, I'm wearing my coffee and editing t-shirt today. It's, <laughs> you know, jean shorts because it's 80 degrees here and hot. and
0: <laughs> Okay. So you don't have a different look for the sale session as to the shooting session? I think so. Okay, cool.
1: No, I mean, my whole goal is for people to like, be able to relate to me and be able to understand that like, I have little kids too, and I've been there and like, I'm just a couple of years ahead of them. And these are the things that I regretted about not doing for my kids and what I try to do now that I've gotten a little older. And, you know, obviously with IPS, you're always trying to like teach people about that, you know, framing and wall art and why it's important and all that. So I want people to not feel like I'm selling them. You know, I want them to understand that, like, I do this for my family. And this is important to me and this is why I hope it's important to you too and why you should book with me so that we can create that, you know, that stuff together and make it feel really special for them. I want them to feel like they can trust me more than anything. So I don't want to be dressed in this way that is, you know, buy from me.
0: Sure. Well. Yeah. And that comes across in your videos so, so well. So did, That's good. did you hire a videographer and did you script those videos?
1: I hired a videographer, but I specifically told her I didn't want to script it. She asked me questions in advance and we filled out this little, you know, all these questions about like what I wanted to cover in my videos. But then she just asked me those questions in person. And then I talked to the camera. So, you know, there were lots of takes where I was going and like kind of fumbling over myself and felt really silly while I was doing it. But I felt like it became more authentic that way. And she got some little clips because I would ramble, i talk a lot and i ramble and I don't know what I'm going to say. And so she got some of that stuff that felt more genuine, I think. I, I was excited with how it came out because I felt really silly while I was doing it. But then when she showed me the clip, I was like, oh, okay, I don't look like a total idiot.
0: They are amazing. I mean, like I said, the clients must feel like they know you when they turn up.
1: I hope so. That was my biggest goal. Like A lot of the work that we did last year and even the year before when we first opened the studio was to try to get people to understand as much as they possibly could about us before they ever met us. So I wanted them to know what the space looked like. I wanted them to know that they were coming to a professional space and not someone's home, especially because when you pull into the driveway here, it looks like you're pulling into someone's home So because you are. But I wanted them to be assured that when you come in, you're not just coming into somebody's dirty kitchen. Like this is a professional space. Here it is. Here are all the amenities that we have. And basically just be able to show that value of, you know, there's lots of photographers in Boise. Boise still very much has that $200 newborn photographer that's going to give you 500 photos. You know, that exists here. (laughs) And that's most of them here. So when you're looking at my pricing and you're assuming you're going to spend at least 2,500 ish to do a session with me and get a reasonable amount of images, they want to know, I think I would want to know, like, what am I getting for that amount of money? And don't make me come in and do an interview and all this sort of stuff and talk to you on the phone to figure that out. I want to look at your website and know that it's going to be worth it before I go through all those steps. So I try... to just kind of put myself in that client journey of like, if I was looking at this website, would I be able to understand everything there is to understand about this business and still be excited to talk to the person on the phone, you know,
0: which is what's happening. So are you hearing that from clients? Like, Oh wow. I mean, are they coming in shocked or are they coming in? Oh, this is what we expected. Cause we saw the videos.
1: I think, I mean, a lot of people, it's always nice because you know, when you build something from scratch, You put a lot of your heart and soul into even the little details like choosing bathroom faucets that you never thought would matter. You know, so when somebody comes into the space and they're like, oh my God, it's so beautiful up here, like we love it, that always feels really good. And it feels like you made the right decision for your business because it's expensive and you're making these big jumps of leaps of faith that somebody else is going to love it and want their photos taken in that space. So that. Always feels good. But I do think that most of the people that we book these days have such a good idea of what they're coming into that they kind of feel like they've already been here. Like most of them have watched the videos. They've looked at everything on the website. They've gotten all of our emails. We have like a client welcome guide that they get that has lots of pictures within the studio. So they kind of know. It's really weird, honestly, when somebody comes in and doesn't know. I I get a little bit taken back. I'm like, have you not read anything or seen any pictures? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, we try really hard to make sure people are very well informed before they ever step foot in here.
0: Yeah, that's how it looks on the website. I mean, everything is laid out there. People can book on the website. They've seen the videos. They've got an idea of pricing, but they don't actually get the pricing, do they?
1: So they get starting pricing. We call it base package pricing. So they get that. Um, so the biggest problem that we were having was that I feel like so many IPS photographers problem is that you have your session fee and then you have the clients that call and say, okay, so it's $300 or whatever your session fee is. What do I get for that? And you rattle off this big long list of all the dresses in this space and my time and my editing and an ordering appointment, and all this. And they said, but so I don't actually get anything. And it's like, What do you mean you get nothing? I just told you all these wonderful things that you're getting for that price, but you're right, you don't get any images. And so it's a difficult thing. I found that I had kind of come to terms with and figured out a way to explain to my clients over the years, but it was hard to explain it to Jackie. So when Jackie would get on the phone with new clients, she had a much harder time explaining that session fee to them because she hadn't lived with it for as long as I had. And so- we implemented the base package, which basically is the session fee and our very lowest package put together. So our very lowest package is five digital files and five five by seven. They're basically proof prints. There's nothing fancy to them. They're on our. We use deep matte paper for everything, so they're on that paper. But otherwise, they're just five by seven prints. It's not supposed to be a great package. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to want to just keep that package.
0: And how much does that cost?
1: It's seven ninety.
0: Right. Okay. So that's the minimum investment for someone to come in for a session. Yes.
1: Yeah. So we did, I did a big cost of doing business about a year ago and kind of figured out that I had to make at least 700 to just break even on mostly in particular on newborn sessions, because they're just so time consuming and just a lot of work. So I needed to make a bare minimum of $700 for those sessions in order to make it work for me. And I was having a hard time with anybody that came in and did a full session. We did all these different setups and layouts for them. And they wanted indoor maternity and outdoor maternity. And then they bought four images as five by seven prints. And you're like, what? Like, why did we do all this if you didn't want any of that? Just felt silly to me. And I figured out that just covering that base makes me feel so much better. So it's obviously a bummer when somebody doesn't upgrade and doesn't go for a bigger package than the 5, but at least it feels like, well, I covered my costs. I got to work with somebody. Hopefully they'll come back to me someday and have a little bit bigger budget. Hopefully they'll tell some friend that, you know, they had a great experience and it was wonderful and they should go to them. So we all know like friends don't spend the same amount of money as each other. So one friend buys the base package for 700 and somebody else comes in and spends 5000 and it's just kind of a you know, everybody gets to choose their own budget. And so we try to get it so that people can understand what they're getting right out of the bat. And I will say that I think the reason the base package works is because a lot of people think that's all they're going to need.
0: Right. Until they see the images, have the experience.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I've had so many people come in, especially for like baby only sessions where like the family's not involved. And they'll come in and say, oh, yeah, we're just going to do the five pack. And I say, oh, okay, great. No problem. We'll just go ahead and do that. We do the ordering appointment and then they upgrade and they say, wow, I just didn't realize you would be able to get that many different images. I didn't I didn't think there was any way we were going to like that many. And it always is like a nice pat on the back. You're like, oh, good. I did my job well. You know, I wanted you to love them all. I want you to buy all of them. And, you know, like I said, you still get those people that occasionally like they just really are at the top of their budget. But it honestly, it also is a, like a nice compliment too that they could have gone to that photographer that would have charged three, 400 and given them all the files, but they wanted my work enough that they spent $800 to come to me and get five images. And that was more important to them than you know 500 images from some other photographer that they didn't like as well.
0: That's a lovely way to look at it. When you looked at your cost of doing business, what was your starting price or your base package before it went to 790?
1: Before I just had a $200 session fee.
0: Okay, so you made that big jump from two hundred dollars to seven ninety. Yes, it includes a few more things, but I imagine you then started getting quite a few inquiries that you had to knock back. I mean, or well, people just didn't book; it was too expensive. Were you second? Yeah, I, mean, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, did you second guess yourself then when you had those? You know, oh, sorry, that's too much for us.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because, well, so we did a full new website right at the same time that we changed those packages. So when the website went live again, it was all brand new, all looked, you know, totally different. And it all had, you know, the videos and everything that you're seeing describing the experience. So I think we definitely saw a drop in leads, but we saw like, I don't get those people that come in and are sitting here at the ordering appointment going, oh, I didn't realize it didn't include the digital files. That doesn't happen anymore because they know they're only getting five. So they're well aware that because that says you're getting five, that there's others that they didn't get, you know, versus like, you know, if you, if you just say like, oh, the session feed, there's this like weird misunderstanding where people think that it means they get all the digital files, they just also have to order prints, you know? And so- I think it kind of clarifies that for a lot of people that the digital files are purchased separately and then we have a pricing sheet that goes out before anybody, you know, really gets in here that they see all the different upgrade packages, all the different levels that they could be at, all the a la carte products and and they have the ability to just walk away with digital files if they want. They're very expensive to do it that way, but they can.
0: Sure. So I still want to dig in, page where when you raised your prices, because the biggest fear that so many photographers have would be introducing, say, a $790 or $800 starting price. Because I imagine when you made that change, I'll ask you again, like, did you get people saying, oh, my God, or was your website pushing those people away even before they called?
1: I think the website was pushing most of them away. Because it says right there on the website, 790, it was pretty rare and still is pretty rare that we get phone calls that people don't at least know that 790 price point. I mean, it still happens, like, especially for like Instagram leads and stuff that they haven't looked at the website at all. They have no concept beyond just seeing our pretty pictures on Instagram. So when they inquire and they see that 790, we get a lot of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I had no idea. Did you know so-and-so down the street charges 300, you know? And so we get a lot of that, but not from people that came to the website, if that makes sense. Like when they come from other sources or they blindly call us and they don't look at anything first, yeah, we for sure get the like, holy moly, 790s a lot. But I think those people would have felt that way if they'd looked at the website too. You know, like they would have never been our clients no matter what. I don't think that they would have been good fits if it was a $200 thing either. So, I don't know. I've only seen really good positive things from that base set base package because I feel like it clarifies a lot. Like it it solidifies those lines in their mind of like what's included, what's not included you know, how, how much would you have to upgrade? A lot of the big question we get now is, so if I want more, how much does each individual image cost? And so we then have to get into that of like, okay, so when you want to upgrade inevitably, where are we going from there? And then we have a, we have a kind of a hidden page on our website that we'll send to them and they can see all those different breakdowns and our digital file price goes down, like, the more you buy. So we kind of explain that to them, like, you know, you buy the bigger package, it's going to cost less per image, and, you know, it's kind of expensive to add on one.
0: (laughs) Sure. So do you get into the nitty-gritty of the price list if they say, so, you know, if I'm going to want more, how much am I going to spend? Or do you you say something? You do. So do you get into the nitty-gritty, or do you say, well, most families when they fall in love with their photos spend $2,500?
1: I mean, it depends on how much somebody – pushes me on the phone, usually what I'm trying to do is get them to come in and see me so that I can explain it to them in person and show them everything. Because if I can get them in here, I can usually get them booked. It's pretty rare that somebody comes in for a consult and leaves and doesn't book with me. So if I can get them past that point on the phone of like, just come see me then I can explain it so much better in person. And usually that's where I'll go on the phone is I'll say, you know, we've got this whole price list. It's a little bit difficult to explain it on the phone. Would you like to come in? You can see the studio in person. I can show you all of our beautiful maternity gowns and all the cute little newborn outfits. And then we can go over stuff and then you can get a good feel and decide if it's the right fit for you. And most people at that point will say, oh yeah, that'd be great. You know, what date you know, and and schedule a time with me right there on the phone so that we can kind of move that process forward. That's my ideal world too, because I'd rather them come in and see everything and like know that they're happy and that they probably will upgrade. And it's going to cost, you know, generally we're between that 790 and like 3,200 is kind of our, like we, we have clients that will spend more than that, but that's pretty rare. Most people are, you know, around that three thousand mark. So I want people to know that. I want people to come in and, and have a grasp of that and know that in order to really get something, you're probably gonna spend between twenty five hundred and three grand.
0: Got it. Love it. I love it. So what do you do or what do you say to the person that's on the phone and they say, Whoa, you know, Sally down the road is two hundred dollars for five hundred digitals." Like what's your reply to that, that person?
1: I mean, it's always really hard because I try to get off the phone as fast as I can, honestly. Like, because I know that if that's where they're going with it, I don't think that I can convince them otherwise you know, like generally I will start to talk about like how all of our images are made to be printed. So we spend a lot of extra time and care, making sure that every little detail is edited to perfection and ready to be printed on your walls. And, you know, if you're going to print this big, it's really important that it's, you know, calibrated to your computer. you know, and I'll get into all of that stuff about why editing for print is different than editing for the computer. But honestly, like, those people are not going to book me anyway, and so usually I'll say like, you know, there's lots of great options in Boise. If you'd like to look into some of the others, let me know if you, you know, change your mind. This is our pricing, <laughs> you know. <what>? So Let's, <laughs> it's like it's not even worth trying to to go further because it, it just is what it is, you know. Yeah. There, and it's true, like there's there's amazingly talented in-home newborn photographers here that do a beautiful job for seven eight hundred bucks. Like if you want somebody to come to your house, do it there. You can hire those photographers in there. They do a great job. And so I don't do in-home newborn sessions at all. I only do them in the studio. And that's just my personal preference. I don't like going into people's homes. And I like my spot that I know where everything is and what the light's going to do in here. And I've got access to all my things. And so a lot of times I will start to talk about that too, of like, you know, it all comes down to like, what kind of session do you want to have? What are the other photographers putting out there, you know, like what are they giving you for that 500? Is it just about image count? If you're looking for the, you know, a mass amount of images you can possibly get, then I'm definitely not the right photographer for you, but if you're looking for the experience and having this lovely date together with your spouse and your new baby and getting to come and have champagne and not have to think about what to wear, then, you know, you're going to walk away with 5 to 30 beautiful images that are going to capture that process, you know, and you're going to have really great memories of that event.
0: Sure. I don't know.
1: That's a hard one. <laughs>
0: That's fine. That makes sense. That's great. <laughs> um, last question about the video. You featured a, a lovely family in the video. You know, do they get a discount? Were they someone that you knew? Who was that family in the videos?
1: They did, yeah. So I used two different families, mostly because I was nervous about the baby's due dates and like making sure we had somebody lined up. So we ended up actually doing two days of shooting and I put out an ad, you know, I put out a post on Instagram that basically said, hey, we're filming this video. I'm looking for families that are willing to be on camera, give us a testimonial, let us film the whole thing. We'll provide hair and makeup for you, uh, for the mom. And then catered lunch, you know, you're going to get this package that normally, so our our luxury package with all that stuff is nine ninety. dollars So it's an extra $200 to do all the good stuff. So they were getting this $990 base package. They had five images. If they didn't want the five images, they could take that $590 credit and apply it to something bigger. And both of those families, I think they both spent two grand on top of getting their free. So it was great for me because I got these lovely models and I got my stuff filmed and they still were really good clients.
0: That's so good. I love that. That is awesome. You've mentioned catered lunch a couple of times, Paige. Like, is that just from downtown? And uh, like, how does that work?
1: Yeah. So we have like four different restaurants that we really like and um, just have their menus available. We usually send them two or, you know, two nights before their session. We'll say, hey, these are our favorites, you know, look over the menus and let us know what sounds good the morning you arrive. And so we have like a sandwich shop, a poke bowl shop, a burrito spot, and then I think there's another sandwich soup sort of place. And we just let them pick and it's usually about $50 or so of um and that includes my lunch. So me and the <laughs> I
0: love um, it. I love it. and
1: Jackie and and then the couple uh, all get our lunch that day and Jackie gets them all set up so that They're comfortable up here. And then we do the same day reveal for them. So I go downstairs, get all their images edited and clean, not cleaned up, but soft proofed so that they can see them that same day. And then they get to just sit back and have lunch and relax for a minute. Sometimes mom feeds the baby during that time. And it's just kind of a really nice wind down. They get really excited to see their images that same day. And yeah it works really-
0: you know what I love about this page is I feel as though the couple the clients are really getting a proper experience they're falling in love with the whole day the whole process no wonder they want to spend more
1: yeah I mean that I feel like when you have a photo shoot go wrong that's like very much colors your opinion on those photographs, you know, like if you have kids that are just losing their minds and the photographer is not really helping and it's cold and wet and everybody's miserable. When you look at those photos, even years later, you're like, yeah, that was a terrible day. (laughs) Like nobody had fun. And I don't want my clients to feel that way, you know? I want them to feel like, oh, somebody took care of me all day. Like I like to think of that like the new mother thought process of like, they just had a baby. They're tired. They may or may not have a super helpful spouse. Hopefully they do, but not everybody does. <laughs> and I want them to feel like somebody took care of them. Somebody knew what to do with their baby. Somebody knew how to keep them comfortable. Somebody knew how to soothe their baby when they cried. and you know, got them a glass of champagne and brought them lunch and let them sit back. And, you know, like we change dirty diapers. And that's one of the things that always makes me laugh when people (laughs) be like, Oh, you don't have to do that. I'm like, well, I got paid to do that. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I don't mind changing a dirty diaper. Um, And it's all part of that, like allowing us to just like, you get to sit back, we're taking over, we've got this under control. And actually, having that mentality has really helped with the flow of my sessions too, because I feel like moms trust me more because I'm taking charge. I'm taking command of the room and saying, yep, this is what's going to happen next. And we're going to make it really comfortable for you. And so I think when somebody else takes over for you, you, you lose a little bit of that command and it I don't know. I think that's when things go wrong up here. You know, when we don't have control of the situation, we have families that are not as happy and I want everybody to be happy so that when they look at those images, they only remember, you know, how lovely it was. And and that also helps with referrals. You know, they're going to go tell their friends what a great day they had.
0: I haven't looked, but I can just imagine your reviews must be incredible. The referrals must be amazing. I mean, I can just imagine the new mums going to talk to their girlfriends, talking about the champagne, the catered lunch, the way you spot, you even change their nappies, their diapers. And I mean, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't be raving about you and and Jackie after a session? (laughs) The the big question I've got in regards to the business side of things is, if you have a $790 base package, which you've explained and, and it makes total sense, then you, in the intro, I said, you know, you did John Glazer's lead ads course, and he's massive or all about giving away free sessions and upselling afterwards. How did you combine those two, or didn't you? Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. Well, I've got one more question about exactly that in just a second. Before we finish up, Paige, hey, just let us know, or the listener to know, you know, where we can see your incredible work, where you are online, uh, where people can see what we've been talking about.
1: Yes. Yeah, so my Instagram is at Glean and Co. It's G-L-E-A-N-A-N-D-C-O. And then the website's the same, www.gleanandco.com.
0: Fantastic. I'll add links to those in the show notes. And uh, yeah, people can go and check out your incredible website, those amazing videos and uh, get to feel like they know you the way I do after watching those videos. Just to finish off, Paige, Glean & Co. Where does that come from? What does it mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually inherited the name. So I used to have a business partner. She was a wedding photographer and she liked the word glean because it means to gather like gather gathering someone's memories. And so when I came on board in 2017, we became Glean & Co because it was the two of us. So we joined forces and then she actually moved away in 2019. So I bought the company from her and immediately got rid of all things wedding. <laughs> so <laughs> occasionally we still get wedding inquiries and I say, we don't do that anymore.
0: I love it. I love it. I'm thinking, I wonder what this means.
1: (laughs) Yeah. To gather bit by bit, gather your memory.
0: Yeah. I love it. It's cool. And so people do think you're a bigger company than what you are.
1: Yeah. A lot of times people think that we have multiple photographers and that's actually strategic on my part because I would like to have multiple photographers someday. I've had associates in the past, especially when we were doing weddings, we had a couple different associate photographers. I've used people here and there. And I, I'd like to get to the point where we use more associates and can grow because I've only got so many hours. And I really want my hours to stick to those times that my kids are at school. So I'd love to have somebody come on board and be like my outdoor photographer that only does those beautiful sunset sessions for me. And, you know, maybe in the next year or so we're working
0: on it. Awesome. Well, look, let's get you back in 12 months time, get an update. Yeah. In the meantime, massive congrats on your success. I'm so glad you messaged me with that update. And yeah, you're incredible. What you've achieved is amazing. And I can't wait to follow along. So thanks again for coming on and sharing everything you have, paid.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: I hope you enjoyed that interview with Paige as much as I did. Paige, if you are listening, I said it earlier, but look, massive congrats on everything you've achieved. I know you're still looking to grow more, achieve more, but wow, you you really do deserve a pat on the back and you need to to stop and recognise just what you've done so far because it really is incredible. And again, massive thanks for coming on and sharing everything you did. For you, the listener, I do hope you got a ton from what Paige had to share, whether or not you photograph newborns and families. If you'd like to see and learn more from Paige, you can see examples of her fantastic work in the show notes for this episode. They are at photobizx.com forward slash 522. Now in those show notes, I've got examples of her fantastic work. I've got links to anything and everything that she mentioned. And you can get inspiration from... The welcome video and other videos that she's created, which I've linked to in the show notes. Please go and have a look at them because what she's doing is incredible. It feels like you get to know her even before you see her. She does it so, so well. Oh, and of course, I've got links to anything and everything that she mentioned, it's all there in that one spot. And if you are a premium member, I've got to add. Paige is obviously a member as well. So if you have a follow-up question for her, you can hit her up in the comments area of the show notes. Or better yet, if you're a premium member, you can tag her in the members Facebook group if you have a follow-up question or if you just want to say thanks for coming on and, and sharing what you did. Okay, that is just about going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. I am coming to you today from France. I'm now in the Pyrenees in a little town or village called Argelès-Gazost. It is surrounded by mountains, it's absolutely incredible. We had our first group ride today, there were 19 of us and everyone is just as excited as I am and blown away by the scenery, the riding, the drivers, everything. It really is incredible up here. There were sheep and cows on the road, riders everywhere. The Tour de France is coming to town this week so yeah just the place is absolutely buzzing and as I record and share this with you the rest of the group are up at the local pub grabbing a few beers having some dinner and uh, talking up the ride and what's planned for tomorrow as well we're heading out to Col de Tourmalet one of the most famous climbs from the Tour de France and the good news my roommate Adam A.K. Kimberley is off to grab takeaway pizzas as I record and get this episode ready for you so It is a good evening ahead after a fantastic day. Hope everything is going well in your world. Please stay safe, healthy and well, and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode,
1: head to photobizx.com.
0: Join the conversation, leave a comment and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest.